0: I truly believe, as a small business, you must do the marketing in your business. People are too ready to farm that out too early. By doing it yourself, when you do get someone in, you know what you're looking for in them. And you know how to approach it. People want to see who you are, how you communicate.
1: Hi and welcome to another episode of the Video Talks podcast where we talk to creators and commissioners and everyone in between about the business of video. So this podcast is for creators, it's for filmmakers, videographers, it's for businesses, small businesses who are starting to use video, brands who want to get better at using video and anyone really who wants to pick up a camera or a phone and start creating If this is your first time here, then please hit subscribe. Really appreciate it if you could. Um, That means we can keep these episodes coming into your feed, into your podcast feed. Um, You can connect with me on Instagram at videotalkspodcast or andy.greenhouse. And for any episode notes, you can go to videotalks.co where all the episodes and links are there for you. So this week's episode is um, the second part of the interview with Dennis Morrison, who's an entrepreneur. Uh, He helps creators and he helps also small businesses. I've split the two parts of the interview into two episodes because one is slightly more geared towards creators and one is slightly more geared towards small businesses. And both of the episodes kind of talk about how to find the story within your business or your um, or your brand. So in this episode, Dennis delves deeper into what he does with his Find Your Story program, um, also his audience magnet tools and platform that he has, how that can help you write your own brand story, if you like. And he also talks about how to get started, marketing with video uh, for your small business. We uh, delve into what a vegan sausage factory might do in that scenario. Tips for filming yourself, for example, looking straight into the camera. It's not as easy as you think it is. And he goes through his productivity tips, apps that he uses to make him more productive and how imposter syndrome can really hold creatives back. So let's get into the second part of the Dennis Morrison interview on Video Talks. Without further ado, let's run VT. Um, I guess it kind of segues into, you know, what you're doing with your Find Your Story um, program through Audience Magnet, right? Could you kind of dig into that a bit and explain a bit more about, you know, how you help people um find their own kind of voices
0: i I decided many years ago that i was no longer going to do any agency stuff any work for clients i decided i'm not doing that anymore because you know uh, that's not conducive to who i am and who i want to be i think i'm a, a great people person but you know i won't put up with anything either and it's an industry where people are renowned to put up with things. I will put up with zero and it was really a couple of years ago that I kind of sat down with myself and I think the hardest conversation we can ever have is with ourselves when we're being honest to ourselves yeah and I think a lot of times we're we're not fully honest to ourselves because it makes us feel better so I had a tough conversation with myself It's like listen what's happening what are you doing and in an instant it was like well I've been around storytelling all my life I've I'm, I'm I'm good at doing some things but there's areas I'm not so good at why am I trying to do the areas that I'm not so good at and then I also thought but everyone's talking about storytelling but no one's guiding people to how to do it themselves. It feels like it's the, 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 the word of the day. Oh, use stories, use stories. But no one actually gives people the tools of how they can do it themselves. And I think one of the things that I've kind of consistently been doing is I like enabling people to enable themselves. And that kind of brought me on the thing. So what if there was a tool that could use all the frameworks and structures of storytelling? that's focused from a marketing and sales perspective that people could use within their business. Um, I, I got bored of people looking at storytelling and then talking about Star Wars and Luke Skywalker. How does that relate to business? Yeah, it works to drama, but how does it relate to business? So it's really, it was that whole idea is like, how can people use the art of storytelling you know, underpinned with copywriting and using the right language and using psychology, all of those things where they had a tool, they could do it themselves and, and they could build the confidence. Because like anything, it's a skill and a craft which can be learned, you know, bottom line. And that kind of led to the platform that I created. But more importantly, find your story was a thing I was seeing that people were struggling with, you know, who am I? How do I communicate with my audience? What do I do? and really part of finding your story is finding about well who is your ideal audience what do you offer that transforms them you know what's your story but more importantly your stories are not about you it's about them and i think that's where people get it wrong they think oh i've got to tell my story and about what i do and how i enable you you know to do this it's really about no how Does what you do or what you offer enable people to become better versions of themselves? So that's where I kind of realized, you know what? There's something here with storytelling. It's been around for millennia. If people are able to understand that structure and use the frameworks, because I'm not into templates. Yeah, templates mean cookie cutter. Frameworks are about adding your voice so it's unique to you. So that's kind of really led me on the journey. And Find Your Story was kind of my first entry level in for people where they could easily get value. Because my thing is people get value from. I, again, I, I, I get bored of people kind of offering stuff, but they're not tangible. There's not stuff people can do and see a result from. So people can see a result from that. And then if they find it valuable, they can find out on the kind of larger platform. And
1: the platform that you were talking about that you set up is Audience Magnet. That's correct, right?
0: Yeah. So the company is called Audience Magnet. Yeah. And it's under that. So it's about people becoming an audience magnet and using storytelling in your marketing sales. So you become an audience magnet. And really the key is your ideal audience. It's not about getting an audience of tens or hundreds of thousands of people. It's your ideal audience. So suddenly, I think it's gone from the macro to the micro. We don't need loads of people. We need to be able to be ourselves, articulate our story, and articulate the value we offer so we attract our ideal audience, so we can help them have the transformation that they're looking for.
1: Okay, Dennis, this podcast is called Video Talk. So please give our audience an insight of how Moving Image has worked for you and your business.
0: I'd say Moving Image kind of is my life. I think when you get into this world, you don't choose it as a career, I think. You choose it as a way of life, a way of being. I think that's why regular folk find us and creatives weird. They don't understand it. For them, is like, hey, I do this thing so I can do that. For us, is I do this thing because it nourishes me. So I think that's really important um, about how I think a lot of creatives see themselves and and what they do. Therein lies our struggle as creatives of how do we make it work for us in a business context. I'd also say that. Um, there's something about video that kind of taps into so many different senses it taps into the our visual our auditory you know touches into how we feel about things we are bringing all these different um sensory feelings and perceptions within what we do it's probably one of the most challenging things to do when you do it on that level now don't get me wrong i'm not saying it's if you you're new to it it's challenging that you have to there's many easy ways to do it but like anything the more you get into something the more you realize you don't know
1: well if uh we're speaking to the people who are getting into it uh, they might be businesses starting up or restarting after the lockdown period or whatever how can businesses use video effectively i know it's quite a general question but Um, I wonder so you know maybe there's a scenario I'm a business owner I've got a sausage factory it's in um, Yorkshire somewhere and I've never really thought that I could gain I don't want to put you on the spot here but um, you know it could be any, any sort of generic business but how do I even think about what I can do or how I can use the medium of video to reach people or reach new customers. I mean, I guess my customers having a sausage factory, it would be B2B. So, but maybe I'm selling privately too. I don't know, selling to customers. Um, Yeah.
0: Okay, thanks for putting me on the spot. So (laughs) so what I would say is, um, firstly and foremost, most people have a smartphone now. So if you have a smartphone, you have... um, a better quality video camera in your pocket that was around when I kind of first started. Um, Secondly, you really kind of want to focus. I mean, okay, let's use the sausage factory as an example. So here are a few ideas you could do. You could think, okay, why don't I film and show our process? Why don't I talk about why we choose these selected meats? You know, why don't I look at and show our team and what each member does? You know, why, why don't I actually show just a whole process from creation all the way to getting it into the shops? You know, why don't I kind of just show some of the challenges of having a business and getting it to market is these are all things you can do. I mean, remember, it's about your ideal audience or clients. Yeah, you look at audience equals clients. What would pique their interest? I, I think what's changed is that people are buying into people. It's not about the thing. I can get a sausage from anywhere. Why would I choose you to buy my sausages from? And that's because I haven't a relationship with you. That's because I feel like I know you a bit. I've seen how stuff goes. You're able to be yourself and honest. You don't have to be perfect. You just be yourself. I think that's one of the biggest challenges is, and don't get me wrong, you know, I still, my background's behind the camera. I struggle in front of camera if it's just in front of camera, you know, put a crowd in front of me, not a problem. I can speak in front of people, but camera, I'm still learning that. But I'm realizing like anything, the more you put yourself in front of it, the easier it becomes. But also when you're talking about something that you know you like you're passionate about it's easy you're just having a conversation and that's the other tip i'd say less formality more conversational yeah you're speaking to a person individual so that although i've used a sausage factory you can use that in whatever business that you're using right now and i would encourage you to you know imagine if this whole lockdown situation and you you know your business is really struggling now Why don't you document some of the struggles that you might be going through, but things you're thinking about? Maybe you could ask your audience, hey, I've got these three different things I'm thinking about. Which one do you think and why? I'd love to hear your feedback. Why? Because we buy into humans and people will buy into you when they see that you're being yourself. You're not being the public face of something. And I know this is scary. It's scary. But like I said to someone yesterday, is just imagine you're having a drink with your friend. How would you speak to them? How would you communicate with them and do just that? And one last other tip is when you're watching yourself, just detach yourself. You are looking at yourself as if I didn't know this person or this business, would it move me? Not, oh, look at my weird facial quirk that I do. Look at this kind of thing. So that's what you need to do. So that's my encouragement. Everyone should be using video right now.
1: Yes, call to arms. Come on. Um, I, I, I would uh, relate to that. You know, Getting myself in front of a camera it has been pretty difficult as well. Um, by the way, disclaimer vegan sausage factory so we don't have we can't show our range of meats so sorry for anyone out there
0: oh He's, yes so i did yeah. say meats but i don't eat meat myself by the way okay
1: well i, <laughs> I only just changed the the remit to vegan just to make yeah. it a little bit so you
0: know, I, I think vegan even more so if you got a vegan sausage factory it's even more interesting why you're vegan why you've chosen that what are the different vegetables and things that you use in your process how do you season it the different flavors that you have you know how it cooks you know i mean i because because i don't eat meat i've tried so many different kind of um um vegan and veg sausages and some are great and some aren't it's like how does it cook how does it taste how does it sizzle how does it brown all of these things are really important you can start talking about that. Because I actually feel, and I I haven't eaten meat for, I don't know, 20 plus years or something. yeah. But I feel that food is about texture. yeah. And what people, when the people who eat meat, it's about the texture. They think it's the meat. It's not, it's the texture and the flavoring, you know? So I think that's why, I mean, I love vegetables. So, you know, I will do everything. I love vegetables and beans. That's my staple (laughs) diet.
1: Well, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to cut this interview short because I've just... I've got the insights to start a vegan sausage factory now. Uh, I mean, why am I doing this podcast, really? I've got it. Um, and anyone else who's who does actually have a vegan sausage factory, I'm going to obviously hashtag that in any promotions I do. So um, that's brilliant. I like that. I like how you really got into the story there. You literally did get into the story and you told the story of this imaginary factory. Um, and I feel like i would that's where I would shop because I know those people um for you personally are there are there any sort of tools that you use for productivity motivation work life balance you know the 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 secret source of creativity you know to keep that that wheel turning
0: oh, that's a hard one. I find pen and paper the best with all the technology out there. There's something about writing on paper that enables your brain to work differently. I kind of find technology a limit. I, I, I wrote a book a few years ago and what book it was called online video success toolkit. Like um, it. And um, it was all written by hand. Now, why is, do I find that great? Is it f- I don't feel the computers conducive to a certain way of creative thinking, but the big advantage is when you put it to computer. That's edit number one. You're already ahead. You've got it out. You're editing. You're edit number one. So I'd say pen and paper.
1: Perfect. Well, I love I love uh, brainstorming and you know mind mapping on pen and paper. I think there's no substitute for it and planning. Bullet journal, all the, those kind of things are really useful, aren't they? Yeah. Um, amazing. Right. So just moving into our scrub forward round. So if you don't want to answer a question, just say scrub. Okay. Video nasty. What's the worst habit you see people practice in video?
0: Having the music too loud so you can't hear what the person's saying.
1: Good. Like it. VR, AR or mixed R? no r no r okay what techniques and software
0: okay scrivener for writing and structuring stuff um my own platform for writing because i actually use that audience magnet you mean yeah so I, i i i i use it so that's how i do everything myself um Text edit, I love text edit. It's nice and simple. An email client. I don't like going to Gmail in my browser. I like email clients, and I have about four of them with different email addresses. I'm, I'm, I'm a software addict, so I, I, I buy software all the time and trying all kinds of stuff, things that can help me with my business. You know, help with creativity. Um, I just, I like Final Cut although I teach people how to use Premiere for my own projects, I use Final Cut. So I kind of, you know, it's kind of crazy. I teach people Premiere, but I use Final Cut for myself.
1: Just on the productivity um, front, you you mentioned software, didn't you? When I asked about productivity, is there something apart from writing um, software or apps that you maybe okay. can't live without?
0: I've tried all of them. And, you know, I, it's like, What I've realized is people's brains work differently. And I've tried, you name it, I've tried it. I have literally have tried it. I hear you. And, you know, it's really painful. Um, I realize I like compartmentalizing things. I don't like apps that do everything because I find it overwhelming. I I don't mind if it does a few things, but I like having silos of things. Now, a tool I use, I don't know if you can buy it now, it's called Quip. I really like Quip. And it's it's just like... uh, document salesforce bought them but you can actually you write in it you can do spreadsheets in it you know um you can put things in folders the app's brilliant it works brilliant i use zen kit for my um there's a free free zen kit that i use that you i use for doing kind of boards and planning out things i need to do in their kanban boards i like Airtable. i use that for organizing stuff i really like that um they're the kind of ones i do although a lot of apps are going online i kind of like a lot of times i like using a desktop app if there is one Um, but you name an app i have probably got it and i've probably tried it everything from an email marketing app all the way to video apps all the way to improving audio i've got it i've tried it you know i've purchased it i've purchased way too many things that i don't use anymore my thing is all it takes is one or two gems and then okay i can i can say oh it's an investment
1: <laughs> that's really good actually um just on that front have you so you said name an app have you used bear as no. in writing so so bear is just is a very simple writing app and it's very beautifully designed and it's something that i it's something that i use if i'm writing something and it basically it's so clean, you know, it, it's not full of, it just does one thing and it, it, it helps you write essentially. But so does text edit, I mean, I can't fault that. Um, and do you use, a, a, you talk about smartphone um, video, are there apps that you would recommend or one app that you'd recommend if somebody was gonna look into a more kind of cinema, cinematic um, approach?
0: there's always the usual suspect everyone says um film Filmic it pro everyone's going to say that film mm-hmm. it pro get film it pro i think at the end of the day just press record yeah if you're looking to do all the bells and whistles they're really really useful but i think just really press record i i I. if you find that you're doing a lot of video that's when you can look into it and they're so inexpensive nowadays and another one mm. is called um movie pro that's quite good movie pro I think that's that might be free.
1: Cool. Well, we'll look into those. Um, play, pause, stop. One thing you always do. One thing you sometimes do. One thing you should never do.
0: Get enough sleep.
1: Brilliant. One thing you sometimes do.
0: Exercise.
1: I feel <laughs> like you... I, I
0: just I just peaked. Exercise. <laughs> I
1: feel like you you feel like you maybe need to do more of that or something. Do you?
0: yeah yeah i always do but i always find an excuse
1: (laughs) one thing you should never do
0: compromise yourself you should always be able to look at yourself in the mirror
1: perfect give us one secret video tip
0: i would say nowadays if you're filming someone or being filmed there's something magical about looking directly to camera Although people are taught to, hey, as is third party, we're looking, you know, we want that connection nowadays, you know, more and more with the Zooms and stuff. We want to look into someone's eyes. So that's what I would say. I think the other thing is, um, one of the challenges is, is looking into camera is looking at the lens, not looking at yourself. And many people look at yourself or you look at the other person. But if you want to make a connection, you actually look at the lens. And people see that you're looking directly at them.
1: Yeah, um, it's a that's a really interesting point. Actually, um, do you have if somebody is looking into the lens? I mean, I I try it sometimes, and you know, if I'm promoting something like an episode or something like that, I'll try and do a video, and I'll do it, and I'll be conscious of it, and I'll consciously run it over the, in my mind that I'm looking at the camera and then I'll lose my train and then I'll have to do a thousand takes um, and then I'll probably have to jump cut anyway into the thing. So um, are there certain, you know, should people use auto cues? Should people, are there certain techniques that you could advise people to do if they're looking into camera?
0: So my advice is what I'd advise other people and I struggle with myself. So, <laughs> um Auto cues, if you have the right setup, can be useful, but there's something about reading, it takes the the skill. I, I would encourage bullet points, so you know what you want to talk about. Yeah, I think with the bullet points, you can quickly, you could glance at them, you could have them stuck next to the camera, glance and go, okay, that's my step three, let me talk at that. When you're looking at the camera, it's all right to look away. You know, we we don't sit and have a drink with our friend and just look at them in the eye all the time. We look away. We think we do all these things. So don't feel like you have to be looking at the camera all the time. You know, so I'd say um, tips don't read because it comes off reedy if you aren't um, good at that. Um, And I'd say it's all right to make a mistake uh, one other tip and i don't have a 4k camera i just have a normal 1080p but if you have a 4k camera film in 4k edit in 1080p and then you can cut out your bad bits by going in close and not losing quality
1: perfect really good advice really good advice i'm going to use some of that as well um what's next for brands and video
0: personalization it's all about personalization and it's not just the personalization of um uh you being visible people seeing who you are it's about how you communicate yeah so you know things like andy signs up and joins my list and i send an email it's not like hi andy it's like if andy clicks on the link on the web page it says welcome back andy that kind of personalization i think that's the direction it's going in because they're, oh you know who i am you care about me
1: how can how can they use video specifically in that scenario oh
0: using video let me tell you to use video really really kind of easy there's some tools that do this as well but short personal video you know andy's just bought something that i offer you know within the week i just record a five or ten second video saying hi andy it's really great to have you on board um i really hope you found it really useful if you've got any questions feel free to get in contact
1: and apps that do that or uh, there's there's obviously
0: bonjuro right but another one is different it doesn't work for the mobile but it's one called dub yeah so just type dub so that's a good one, and that has a few more other things in it. Um, the interface is not great to be quite honest, um, but the tool works um, good so you can do videos and um, with dub as well, you can you can get people you can set it up where someone you can say, "Hey, send me a video." they can click on a button and record a video directly to you. so so they' the two they're the two I'd say
1: brilliant, really good tips. Uh, so what's next for you?
0: um i am pushing out find your story um out to the market i've had many people who have been using their platform the feedback's been great and to be honest with you i'm a bit upset with myself because this should have been out in the public hands six months ago so i'm being really honest and again it's me not the tool the tool's been working perfectly for over a year um however i um, part part of the find your story is just a low cost entry for people into my world and to get some results um so i i i've thought really hard about not offering a pdf or stuff like that you know you will get a result if you take action you know and if you do it once a day i'd say are you willing to commit two percent of your week to change your next 12 months and if you do you'll get very clear what you do who who your ideal audience is and you know your actual story and then whether you decide to um continue using the platform or not you've got that and you may decide in six months or 12 months so i i think the challenges i found is i'm very good at selling other people's stuff but i, I haven't been very good at selling my stuff and i'm being really honest with you when I think about all the work I've pretty much got, I've got free referrals. You know, you do a great job, someone refers you, they see it. And that's pretty much been how I've done stuff. So it's, it's, that's been my big learning, as it were. Um, thing is, what I have is, Brilliant. So I have no qualms in that. It's absolutely fantastic. What I've what I've been getting my head around right now is like doing ads. I've done some ads before, but now I kind of decided that I'm gonna really buckle down and do that. I've been teaching myself Facebook ads, targeting, and all that kind of stuff. And it's interesting because someone said to me when I was when I was going through this and I was like, Oh, I don't get this bit, or I don't really get that. They said, Oh. But, you know, one thing you have that others struggle with is you can do the creative. And I went, yeah. So we have some skills. We might have to learn other things, but we have some kind of skills there. Um, And the thing is, with what I'm offering, I'm actually targeting women as an audience, and I'm focusing on the US market. Yeah, And I've kind of, although I'm based in London, I've made that decision first and foremost, because of how in the States they view things. And being in the UK, my perception is people in the UK see everything as a cost and an expense. But in the States, if you're packaged it right, they say, is this an investment in myself and my business and will it help me get to where I want to go? So I've made a conscious decision not to target the UK. So my ads are only focused on the States. Everything's in dollars. Yeah. I'm also targeting women because I used to, I for about seven years, I used to teach um, business owners how to build their own website and sell their products and services. So I, I, and over those seven years, 70% of all the people who came and small businesses were women-based businesses. And being a guy, what I find with men generally, guys, I'm generalizing, but you, you'll feel me here, yeah, is that men always feel they can do it themselves. Then they have a go and realize that they can't then they want to get help. Where women are like, is this a shortcut to where I want to get to? You mean I don't have to do that? I'm in. And I think just the psychology is really different. I think as men, we we have the confidence and the bravado, but we might not have the skills and that gets us forward. And I find with a lot of time with women, I find they're generally a bit smarter than guys. But they lack the confidence or think that they can't and I think that's what holds them back especially when it comes to technology so one of the one of the biggest focus when I was creating the platform was making it so simple that my mum could use and when I say my mum could use my mum was using it and as she struggled I had to make changes and my mum's not technical
1: <laughs> that's brilliant I love that um so just as a just as a brief overview I don't know if you've dug into. What audience magnet as a tool actually does have okay. you do you no. want to just give it yeah okay. just give an idea of you know what audience magnet is
0: okay, so audience magnet is uh I call it a storytelling based marketing platform um I'm focused on kind of digital product creators and solo business owners because I truly believe as a small business, you must do the marketing in your business, yeah, people are too ready to farm that out too early. And part of the reason of you must do it, firstly, if you're a small company, you don't have the resource to get someone else in. But more importantly, by doing it yourself, when you do get someone in, you know what you're looking for in them and you know how to approach it. Now, we talked about personalization earlier. The people want to see who you are, how you communicate. So I have literally gone through all the different storytelling copywriting frameworks i've tweaked them in a way that people can write on the platform themselves and send it to themselves yeah it's got a great tool called save and return so you can come back to it and continue your writing it's tied in with not just and so although i say hey it's a storytelling based marketing platform there's, there's so many other things. So it's really about understanding who your audience is, who's your ideal avatar is, getting really clear on that. So you're able to tell the right story because many people are at different journeys, different stages of the journey with you. So you, I think the great thing about it is you, it's not about telling one story. You're always using that to communicate. And I think that's why it's exciting. It's like there's a platform, an approach where people can come back to, they can learn the skill and craft themselves. There's loads of things included. So much like, you know, things like a library of a thousand action verbs, for example. So you can use the right language that gets results. You can pepper that into how you're communicating, you know, a library of metaphors. So you can kind of find ways you can communicate. And when you learn this one, I, I think as any company, especially online, and most people online, you know you're going to make your money for either talking or typing that's how you will make money and connect with your audience and with all of those it's about how you communicate and stories is a way of communicating it's not a thing it's a way of communicating a way of grabbing attention a way of holding attention a way of speaking to people how they want to be spoken to So we want someone to make the best decision for themselves. So that's what you're doing. You're positioning what you do and how you can benefit them so they make the decision for themselves.
1: Sounds great. So if I want to sign up, I just go to audiencemagnet.com and follow the sign-up process. Well, you can only sign up
0: if you firstly do find your story. There's no way to access the platform until you enter, enter my world. And from experiencing that, you can then decide. So there's absolutely no way someone can access this. And again, I purposely did that. The whole idea of this is, and this membership, is that it works for you and you, it works for you and it helps you grow your business. So it's not about here, this is how much it costs, are you in or not? you got to decide yourself that, yes, this is right for me or no, it's not right for me. That's cool. So yeah, so people can do it through Find Your Story, which is very low price entry. I'm offering lots of value, you know, that, you know, costs a lot more. But why? Because I want to help people first and foremost. And whether you decide to continue or not, that's irrelevant. You know, it's really, are you ready to kind of take action and do the work yourself? And I think everything that I offer, um, and plus in the future, there'll be there might be a challenge that I've I've got a challenge already set up that might offer a five-day challenge but my whole thing is are you ready to take action if you're not don't bother don't waste your time come back when you are you know I'm not trying to persuade you to do anything I want to enlighten you to enlighten yourselves that you think actually maybe this is the thing that I've been looking for that can enable me to feel more confident gain more control and start speaking to you know in a way that Feels like me.
1: Sounds intriguing.
0: If you do go to the main website, audiencemagnet.com. Um, I think on the homepage it says you want to find your story. If you click on that link, you will get a really good discount on the find your story. Yep. So Perfect. uh, So you can actually get in and get a discount just by going through that avenue there.
1: Brilliant. Okay. What's your what's your kind of ultimate goal for When uh, coronavirus is a distant memory and it's 2030 and there's no diesel cars on the road and (laughs) vegan sausages are all the rage, even more.
0: When I think about it, and um, this is why I do what I do, create what I create. Um, I want freedom of choice, just like I want for everyone else. Everything I do is about enabling and empowering people to empower themselves Mine is freedom, freedom of choice to do what I want, when I want, whenever I want. You know, and at the same time, enabling, supporting, um, training, teaching, inspiring others that they can do it. You know, so I, I would say is having a community of um, audience, magnet, magnetic, a magnetic community um, who are getting results in their business. Because they are only attracting their ideal audience who want what they offer and are raving about it. Yeah. So that's my big. And through that, they're able to create the lifestyle and business that they design. So I'd say that's it. It's freedom. Uh, you know, what I'm offering, what I um, intend and aspire to myself to others.
1: Well, that's really inspiring. Yeah. That's, um, I think freedom is is just what everyone's looking for isn't it so uh i i would implore people to go to uh audiencemagnet.com and check out find your story if that's the direction you want to go in um so how can people connect with you
0: so on instagram just search my name dennis morrison it's dennis morrison underscore linkedin dennis morrison linkedin's a great place to connect with me or um Come to the site, but you know, on social media, you know, I even Dennis Morrison on Twitter. I don't do it loads, but if you message me, I do get back to people.
1: Uh well, we'll have all the all your details on the show notes page, which will be videotalks.co forward slash th- Oh, I don't know which episode this is going out on. Let's say forward slash Dennis and it'll you'll you'll be able to find that episode. It's Dennis with uh, two ends. <laughs> two ends, yeah. Otherwise it's Denis. Actually, I'm going to totally look out your book online video success toolkit. Uh, oh, it's
0: not around now, is it's it not? Old. It was so that was that was my one of my big forays in. And can I tell you a little story around that and how can, my confidence yeah. just blew me away? Yeah. yeah? Mm. So I created a video success toolkit, and I didn't really market it. To be honest, I made sales, didn't really market it but and firstly i at the time i was having someone who's give me some coaching they'd done loads of people they told me it's the best thing they would seen someone create for a kindle designed it everything was great and then one of the gurus was doing some video thing and i thought who want it from me and I never oh, really? really pushed it. And I think this is one of the things that we struggle with. Yeah. So what I want people to remember, although I'm talking about things, I go through my own challenges, you know, just like you. And in hindsight, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. You know, I had this great feedback. People say it's really good, you know, um, and it was very timely. So uh, the reason why I took it off the market is because it's very timely. So literally every year I was updating it. And I was like, Hmm, I don't want to do that anymore. You know? So part of um, the audience magnet platform is it's timeless. It's not about time. It's not, you know, it's very, the, the toolkit was full of trends, tactics, all that kind of stuff. But suddenly it changes, you know, suddenly, you know, when I wrote it, Vine was around, Vine's not around. you got to go and you got to remove it. you got to change it. Instagram adds this, then you've got to change that. So it was really, I, again, it was like, that's not what i signed up for at the time but i it's just a call out for all of you that if you doubt yourself just do it anyway what's the worst thing that can happen you know if you ex- if you're expecting a no you can only be happy therefore put it out there and again these are some of the hard lessons i've learned when doing things online of not pushing things as much as possible even when the feedback was out of this world yeah, and I think as creatives, we still question ourselves ridiculously sometimes. But what if, but what if? And I think that's one lesson I say I'd learn with the Audience Magnet platform. You know, again, while I was doing it, I still had some of those things. And now I have none of that. So I'd encourage everyone to just put it out there. Because what you find, I don't know about you, but I find people put things out there. And we're like, I wouldn't put that out there. It doesn't look polished. But guess what? By the time we get it out there as creatives, three years have passed and they're on their 10th version and it looks good. So as creatives know that our B, you know, I I listened to this great podcast and someone says we're aiming for A's or A minus. And what they said is your B plus is better than most people's A's. So just remember that we're aiming for B plus, not A's. Yep. So you're, hey, this works good. People can go, wow, that's great. So that's the advantage, I think, as creators, videographers, um, designers that we have are, hmm, it could be better for, for a lot of businesses. They say, oh my God, that's amazing. I couldn't create anything like that. So just get it out there.
1: Sound, absolutely sound advice um, that I should have followed maybe 3 years ago maybe 2 years ago when i recorded the first episodes of this podcast originally and then put it on the shelf and didn't have the confidence to put it out because i hated my i hated my voice and thought that i was you know like always talked about i'm um, talking a monotone and you know who would listen and my wife always said oh you kind of you'd be good with a hypnotherapy dvd or cd um it, not in a you know she wasn't even dissing me really, uh, but yeah, just start is the thing, isn't it? It's just just put it out there, and the and you will build on that thing, and it doesn't have to be perfect. Um, so brilliant, timely advice, especially at this time when there's a load of creative projects going on, I'm sure, and a load of people who are not confident in the fact that they can put that stuff in front of people. So just put it in front of people. And it's hard, but you just have to kind of distance yourself after it's out there, don't you, and sort of just analyze what it's doing um is it having the right effect that you're you know you intended it to if it's not, then learn from it and reiterate it and uh, go on to the next thing, not the next thing, the next iteration of it. Mm. Cool. Well, brilliant. Thanks, Dennis. Has been amazing. it Has been really, really educational. It's been inspiring. Uh, it's been what? Can I go into your metaphors library, please? I need, <laughs> have you or maybe have you got a synonym library as well? That I, would do.
0: I do. I <laughs> do. Fill in,
1: fill in the gaps. Basically, yeah. Sounds sounds really exciting. So, best of luck with um, find your story and audience magnet. Thank you. And um, yeah, well, I hope that we'll catch up with you at some point when I don't know when all the, when I don't know when I've got to, I keep saying this at the end of episodes. I'm being <laughs> transparent now, but I still have trouble with going, we'll catch up when, and there's a thing, you know, so that, that somebody will talk about a project and they'll be like, yeah, when well, I'm thinking about doing virtual, um, this virtual production stuff, I'd be like, "We'll catch up when the new projects out." <laughs> um, but we'll catch up, and hopefully, I'd like to catch up more often, really, because it's be fascinating talking
0: to you. Definitely, um, it's been it's been a long time. Thanks so much for inviting me on your show. Really appreciate it. I think it's kind of needed. You know, we need more voices out there, and you know, I think. What's exciting about what you're doing, how you're approaching it? You're really kind of looking video on multiple levels, not just the creator, but how people can themselves can create and really understand that the video is probably one of the most powerful mediums to communicate when you do it right, when you have a plan, when you're focused about how you want to use video.
1: Brilliant. Well, I don't know, I'm not sure if that is what uh, this is, but I'd appreciate so that good feedback is always good to hear cool well take care dennis and um thanks for talking video i just found my ending
0: brilliant cheers <laughs> Thanks a lot yeah
1: well massive thanks to dennis morrison for a brilliant two-parter interview there i hope you've enjoyed these two episodes 13 and 14 uh, there's some great insight in uh, in there into kind of marketing your own brand if you're a creator, if you're a small business as well. You know how to get started with video marketing and also finding the story behind your business or your brand. So really great value there. Um, if you'd like to check out the show notes and check out all the links that we talk about in both episode 14 and 13, uh, you can go to videotalks.co forward slash 13 because all the show notes should be on that one. If you haven't already subscribed, uh, it would be great if you could subscribe because then we can keep these episodes coming into your feed um, and it would be great to have your company on more episodes too. Next week, I'm really excited to bring you A new interview uh, with Vic Lee, who is an illustrator, uh, and he's really harnessed the power of LinkedIn video to engage his audience and create a self published book called The Corona Diary. So that's a really good listen. I implore you to come back next week and check that out. So please subscribe, and that will just automatically come into your feed. If you could leave a review, that would be amazing. And just please share and tell other people about this podcast that you might who who might be interested you can connect with me on instagram at video talks podcast or andy.greenhouse please also feel free to get in touch and let us know what you'd like to hear about on the video talks podcast because we are really catering for you the audience and it would be fascinating to know if if you've got something that you really talk want to talk about we're going to be we're going to be digging into live streaming um repurposing video we're going to talk to some illustrators who've really killed it on YouTube and LinkedIn respectively um and we've also got a real YouTube expert who will be talking to us on an upcoming episode so so these episodes are coming up in the next few weeks. So please, you know, subscribe and stay tuned. All that's left for me to say is thanks for joining me again on Video Talks. It's been a pleasure to have your company and please come back next week. It'd be great to have you. Take it easy. Cheers. <music>